it's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday podcast. I wanted to talk about burnout. And the reason is I know a lot of you are probably experiencing some level of burnout right now. I've spoken to some of you in in various chats or, or training talks, and I've heard some of your stories of just feeling completely overwhelmed by what's going on. And so I want to talk to that topic uh, and I hope that, with a hope, that if any of you are experiencing a challenging time in your career that this might just give you some tools or strategies uh, to help you through that process or at the very least just let you know that you're definitely not alone. So I want to talk about burnout because it's it's all good to chase success in real estate and, you know, and the, the rewards that come with that. But what's the point of all of that if we feel like shit? You know, if we go to work and we're not enjoying it, if we're feeling super stressed, you know, and think about what that does to our health long term. Um, So we want to try and get to a place in our careers where we can look forward to going to work most of the time and we can enjoy and be proud of what we do most of the time. And that most of the time is key, right? Um, If we try and define what burnout is, I think it's important to say that, you know, we all have bad days. And and if you have a bad day, that doesn't mean you're burnt out. I would describe burnout as prolonged excessive feelings of overwhelm, of everything just being too much right now, of task paralysis, where you show up at the office and you just kind of sit in front of your laptop or your computer and just look at the screen and find you've got so many things that you think you need to do that you just can't make progress it's really hard to just make a start and you know you find other ways or other distractions to to deal with that um burnout can often express itself as overreacting you know where you might flip out at a really small thing that's gone wrong or at least react to something stronger than you might normally do so that can be a sign that you're experiencing burnout it could manifest itself as a real lack of motivation or drive you know when you just don't have the same push that you used to when things don't excite you anymore it just feels bland you might even be achieving sales but it just just doesn't do it for you anymore and you find yourself um, less and less motivated and driven to go to work to do the things you know you need to do and to achieve any level of success another way burnout can manifest itself would be the use of or more so the reliance on negative coping mechanisms which i'll talk more about in a moment it can be hard to know you're burnt out some people struggle to uh, recognize it so uh, if you can relate to any of those symptoms i talked about um, maybe it's it's important to have a think about whether what you're experiencing can be described as burnout some people don't like to put labels on things and that's absolutely fine but it might help if you acknowledge that to, to, to know if some of these tools that i'm going to talk about later on could help you uh, so personally i suffered from burnout multiple times in my career and there's kind of two causes of it you, you can either often people will um, experience burnout as a result of success they might be getting a lot of sales they might have a lot of listings and to everyone else it might look like they're being extremely successful but it's really easy to burn out when you're under the pump like that burnout can also come about when you've got a complete lack of sales and you've got the stress of not achieving the goals you've you've set for yourself 
So it can come to people that uh, are achieving a lot and also people that are struggling to get their business going as well. Some of the causes for the burnout I experienced were uh, stress. You know, we help people through a really stressful part of their lives. And sometimes people want to transfer that stress onto you. And it's easy for that to happen. Um, demands on my time were a big one. I, it sounds funny being a, uh, previously being a real estate agent, but I really used to hate when people would call me and want me to do something in half an hour's time. I, I didn't like that variability. I liked to be able to plan my day. And so when there were constant demands on my time and people wanting me to drop what I was doing to, to do something for them, I found that quite stressful. Um, real estate's a really lonely business and so it's really easy to get stuck in your own head and just get into like a negative mindset and over time that can lead to burnout Um, I would uh, for me another contributing factor was like negativity from clients if you just had a number of real pain in the butt clients you know that would mount up on me and and get me to the point where I just wasn't looking forward to doing the job anymore Um, tough markets can be a source of burnout although I didn't mind them so much Um, feeling like you've never got enough time to get all the things done Uh, and a real big one was what I would call kind of like client accusations when when people try and put you in a position or paint you as being not looking out for what's best for them Uh, when people kind of like accuse you of something that's totally against your personal morals that can very quickly lead to feelings of of stress and burnout. Um, But basically, probably taking on too much work for me was was often the key. And real estate, you're you're so driven to like keep doing more, or certainly I was, you know, keep doing more sales, keep getting more listings, keep earning more income. Um, But after a while, there's, there's only so much you can keep up with, right? And if you just keep piling more and more pressure on yourself and more expectation, there's a point where the money doesn't make any difference anymore but that extra stress and pressure and work really does make a difference on your personal health and your ability to, to just get through the day. Now, there are ways of managing stress and pressure. And a lot of us, when we're experiencing a level of stress and even burnout, um, use what I would call negative coping mechanisms to handle that period in our lives. Um, what I would call negative coping mechanisms are things like alcohol, uh, marijuana, other recreational drugs, smoking, nicotine, vaping, um, eating, binge eating, overeating, eating an unhealthy diet. These sort of quick dopamine hits, which give you a bit of an escape, make you feel good, give you something that's pleasurable for you at a time when you're feeling really stressed and can just kind of help us cope with the pressure and the stress that we're under uh, which can feel immense for me my favorite coping mechanisms uh, were were always uh, marijuana and overeating I used to use those ones a lot and and they kind of were like an escape um, and just something pleasurable I could engage with at the end of the day to just kind of let me unwind and just release the stress of the of the work I'd been doing and then I could get a good sleep reset and start the next day but these are negative coping mechanisms because they come at a price right and that's the challenge so another sign of of burnout to look out for is if you are becoming reliant on some of these um, substances or behaviors as a way of coping with what's going on and 
it can be a way of kind of placating your nervous system so you can just get through the day but what that often means is we don't take actions to remedy the causes of the stress and pressure and burnout in the first place the risks that come with this is over time these the cycle of stress pressure and negative coping mechanisms can lead to situations where your mental health is, is really adversely affected sorry uh it can have serious impacts on your personal health, you know, just in terms of uh, your your quality of of life, the way you look after your body, which is directly going to influence, you know, your longevity, how long you're going to be around for, and your ability to work hard um, right now and today, next week, next month. It can negatively affect your relationships. It can make things really hard with your spouse or your kids or your parents. And it can destroy your career. Uh, suffering from unattended burnout has got some serious ramifications. So uh, I think it's super important to uh, acknowledge it and learn ways to manage it and learn how to make changes in your life to put you in a better place to enjoy each day and to experience emotionally positive enjoyable lifestyle in this industry so i alluded to it there but the very first step uh, i think in working through a period of burnout is to acknowledge it and i'd start by acknowledging that what we do is a tough gig and it's okay to not be okay Early on when I experienced burnout, I would struggle to acknowledge it. I would take the approach of like, well, hey, I'm not a doctor curing cancer. You know, you're just a real estate agent. Why don't you just get over it and just, you know, this is my negative self-talk. You should be tougher than this. Um, People have far harder jobs. Just get over it. Man up. Deal with it. Get on with it. I think it's now when I reflect on that... it genuinely is a challenging job that we do. And and we should see it that way. It can be extremely stressful helping people through the process of buying and selling a house. And if you're experiencing a lot of stress and pressure from that, it doesn't mean you're weak. You don't uh, you don't have to take that as a conclusion that it means you're not cut out for real estate or anything of the sort. But most of all, if I give you nothing else from today, the most important part is to walk away and just be able to acknowledge that it is okay to feel the way that you feel. It's neither good nor bad, it's just the way you feel. And it's okay to not be okay. Now what I'm going to do today is give you a few kind of things to think about to just kind of get you through this moment, to to get you through this day. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about more kind of longer term positive coping mechanisms, some strategies to get you out of burnout and to get you back to a place where you feel like you're thriving. But for today, I just want to give you some tangible tools to to get through this moment and the here and now uh, and stay tuned for for more uh, more strategies and more tools in in the next episode. So couple of things really first of all become aware of your own self-talk and if you're experiencing burnout this will often be what you would call negative self-talk you're beating up on yourself telling yourself to harden up telling yourself to 
get over it telling yourself that you're so you know you're so useless you know why are you overeating again why are you drinking so much you know you shouldn't be doing that just piling on yourself at this time now it can be hard. I'm not saying you can stop that negative self-talk entirely, but just become aware of how you are talking to yourself. Now think about it from this point of view. If your child or your sibling or someone who is a close friend to you came to you and described how you're feeling. Imagine they came to you and they said, "Hey Andy, like I just I need someone to talk to. I'm just I'm just feeling really overwhelmed at the moment." I feel like I can't get anything done at work, even though I've got a huge to-do list. I'm just I'm irritable and angry all the time, and I, you know, I just I've got to talk to someone. I don't know what to do. How would you respond as a friend, as a parent, as a brother or sister? Think about that, and then ask yourself: Are you responding to yourself in that same way? There's a Russell Brand quote that he, where he talks about um, the first person we have to learn how to parent is ourselves. Are you being nice to yourself when it comes to your personal self-talk? Would you say what you're saying to yourself? Would you say that to a friend? If you wouldn't, then why are you saying it to yourself? Now, that's not an easy flip to make overnight, but it's just something I just want that to perk up in your mind. So next time you're going through one of those negative self-talk cycles, I want you to hear that voice in your side of your head saying, hey, should I be talking to myself this way? Is this how I would talk to my son, my daughter, my best friend, my nephew, my niece? Another important thing to think about is when we're in this kind of fight or flight mind state that comes with feeling burnt out, it can be an addictive loop to start overthinking big decisions in your life. You know, when you feel stressed and you're worn out, you start thinking, gosh, should I even be in real estate? Maybe I should be doing some other job. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Or, you know, my marriage isn't working. Should I be even in this relationship? You know, it's it's not the same as it was. Or, uh, Maybe it's, you know, you you start getting on a track where you're thinking, gosh, I really don't like my manager in my real estate office or my colleagues are a pain in the ass. I think I might need to change offices. It's natural to start contemplating these really big decisions when you're feeling stressed because your your brain like wants to solve this problem. Why am I feeling like shit? And it wants to come up with some big snap decision that's going to solve everything for you. But the worst time to consider really big life decisions is when you're feeling stressed out and burnt out because you're not your normal self. You're not looking at life through a kind of level lens, through a balanced view. You're pressured, you're stressed, you're not thinking clearly, you're probably thinking more emotionally, you're operating from this fight or flight kind of response. So really important to just avoid, give yourself permission and just say, hey, I'm not going to make any big decisions while I'm feeling this bad. Maybe on a future day when you've been for a big walk, maybe you've got out in some sunshine, maybe you're on a bit of a holiday, that's a time, sorry about the car noise people, that's the time when you can consider those bigger life decisions. When you're feeling settled, when the phone's not ringing, when you've got some real space in your life to consider them from all points, you know, to consider the pros and cons from, a, from all points of view. So... Please avoid big decisions when you're stressed out. 
it's that's you're not the normal you if that makes sense the next step is to consider asking for help it is okay to talk about how you're feeling it's okay to not be okay um People want to be able to help you, your friends, your family, your nearest and dearest, your loved ones. They want to be able to help you, but they can't help you unless you're prepared to be a little bit vulnerable and and share what you're going through. True strength, I've learned in my life, is about vulnerability. You can reach out to me as well. Email andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story. We can swap burnout stories. Uh, and if there's anything specific that you're challenged by, I can certainly try and offer pointers or or um, you know, maybe help point you in the right direction or just give you some ideas to think about. I might not be able to solve any and all problems, um, but I'm certainly here and you know, really keen to hear from you if you'd like someone to talk to. Another kind of micro step is and this is probably the first one before anything I've talked about, is really just to move your body. If you're feeling pressured, stressed, overwhelmed, get out in some sunlight, go for a walk, even if it's just for five minutes, even if it's just from the office, in your suit, whatever, just get yourself outside, get yourself some fresh air. Next up is to get specific on the tasks or the things that are stressing you out. So when uh, I experience burnout, everything feels overwhelming. Everything feels like too much. And it's often I would experience this thing where I'd go and talk to my wife and I would explain that I'm feeling really stressed. And she'd be like, okay, what's stressing you out? What do we need to do about it? And I would start to write down essentially like a to-do list. Like these are the three things that are really stressing me out. If I was going to take a next step on those three things, this is what those steps would look like. Now, sometimes what you'll find happens is that when you actually write it down, write down what the tasks are that you need to get done, it's often not as big as you actually think once you write it down. The The overwhelmed part of your brain makes the problem bigger than it actually potentially is. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to gaslight the feeling of burnout. That's that's not the goal at all. The, the feeling of burnout is very genuine. But sometimes when you write down what you actually need to get done, and you know it might look like five or ten tasks on your page, it becomes it's been put in a place. It's taken out of your brain. It's been put on a page, and you can work with it from there. And you might be able to then look at that, that list and say, actually, this one or two. Um, tasks these are the key ones you know i need to um, fire that vendor client i need to get rid of that listing or i need to have that tough conversation with that vendor or i need to um, reach out to my parent who i'm having a really stressful relationship with or i need to come up with a strategy of dealing with this with this particular problem um or it might be just really small things like i need to proof my marketing this week or i need to find someone to do the open home at xyz street whatever it is Try and just get specific on the tasks that are outstanding to pull you back into a grounded place away from the overwhelm, dramatic, stressed out space which you might have been in before. One more tool you can do is just to have a moment where you just write down three things that you're grateful for. I will do this on the spot right now without having thought about it at all. I'm super grateful that my kids are healthy. 
my oldest son was really, really sick recently, and I'm super happy that he's healthy now. I'm super grateful that it's a sunny day. My wife and my kids are out walking the dog right now, and that's just so cool. I'm stoked that they're out getting some sunlight. And I'm really grateful for my garden, which is my solace and safe space and where I really enjoy spending my time. So that was me just off the top of my head. Um, Those are three things that I'm really grateful for today. Uh, Have a think about what you're grateful for. It can be really small or it can be really big. And ideally, this is something you can do every day and try and think of three different things each day. But they can be very small things. They don't have to be anything grandiose. Um, The purpose of this exercise is not so much about the things that you're grateful for. It's just a way to trick your brain into like a positive mind state. (laughs) I know that sounds funky, but it actually works. So three things you're grateful for. Ideally, you could start each day with that or you could finish each day with that small little way to positively um, boost your mindset Um, another one i'd highly recommend i can't stress enough how how good this is Uh, if you want to talk about a positive coping mechanism i'd recommend cold showers so i just have a normal shower and when i'm finished washing up and stuff i'll just turn it straight to full-on cold and i'll try and stay in that cold shower for at least 45 seconds it's a super simple one but it's scientifically proven way to boost your dopamine levels it's absolutely free and it's just a little feel-good thing you can do which only takes a minute of your day so that's all for the sort of quick coping mechanisms i'm going to dive into more strategies for managing and working through burnout in the next episode but i just wanted to first of all the goal of this episode was to uh acknowledge that if you are experiencing that level of stress and pressure you are not alone Uh, Many of you will be experiencing that right now. Uh, I know how you feel. I've been there myself. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. Uh, It doesn't mean you're weak and it doesn't mean you're not cut out for this job. Um, So first of all, just to acknowledge it and and then to give you some quick coping mechanisms to just help you get through the day. And those are to reach out and ask for help, to get some sunlight, to move your body, to just go for a walk outside, to avoid big decisions when you're stressed to get specific on any outstanding outstanding tasks or problems that are stressing you out and to be aware of your own self-talk and consider whether that's how you would talk to uh, your best friend or your son or daughter or parent or whoever might be experiencing what you're experiencing most of all acknowledge that it's tough to be doing what we're doing and that it's okay not to be okay work on the three things you're grateful for each day and know that this is going to, it's going to be a process to fix this. So if you wake up tomorrow feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, again, don't be tough on yourself. This is going to take some time to get through this. And one last point, you can't fix this with a week in Fiji. It's so easy to just take the approach of, oh, I just need a holiday. But the problem with holidays is we go on holidays. First of all, it's really stressful to go on holiday. You know, the, the, the three days before you go away on holiday are often the most stressful of, of our lives. Uh, and then on holiday, it's often really hard to switch off. We end up looking at our phone and answering emails and inevitably something goes wrong and that causes us more stress. And then even if you have a good holiday, you come back and within 48 hours, you're just straight back into the life you were before and you can be straight back into those feelings of burnout so um, holidays can be a bit of a band-aid but they often aren't the actual solution so uh, I think that's one one lasting point you know 
all good to have holidays and it's really important to have time off but understand that you can't fix this with a week in Fiji it just it just doesn't work like that so thanks for listening hang in there if you're experiencing burnout right now if you've got a story of how you've gotten through a period of burnout in your career or you're experiencing that right now please reach out I'd love to hear from you you can get in touch with me by emailing andrew at agentmonday.co.nz and I'll speak to you again soon Agent Monday is an exclusive content marketing club for real estate professionals. We give you helpful educational info to share with your audience and teach you how to use it to grow your business. To find out more, visit agentmonday.com.